This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Welcome to Bev's Video Kingdom. What's happening, folks? Good to see you, buddy. Scotty. What yeah. are you doing, dude? You know, just... Bearding that beard. Be- just bearding it. If I could ever beard like Scott, I would beard, but I just can't. Yeah. You know, like, it wouldn't ever get there, and so I just don't even want to start. Isn't it I I, I can't also... do that either, but I try. No, it's not. It's not It's not a pretend. It's not somebody to cover up. Yeah. That The fact that... Nate, that are, are, we, gay, are we talking right? about how Nate's yeah. bearding? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm 8% bearded. Not that that's what's uh, happening here. I just I couldn't remember. Brad, what's was. up with you? What do we call those pigtails? If I could pigtail like Brad, I, I would do it. That's, that, yeah, that's, oh. I don't know. That's just something that happened. We didn't, t- we didn't talk about it, but you, you let the locks flow at the, uh, you did. the release. It was oh, I let them so down. Nice. Yeah. It was, and then I saw some like pictures and videos of myself. I'm like, one, I mean, considering it's Fat Tuesday, I put the fat in Fat Tuesday. And then Stop two, yourself first. And then two, I, like I was it. like, Oh my god! I look so just white trash. It's 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 a thing. You need to be it. nice to our friend Brad. I yeah, thought you were phenomenal. I, I'm kind of feeling bad about the fact I don't like it that you're fat shaming yourself yeah. or that you're hair shaming yourself. There's a whole just, generation yeah. looking up to you, and let's just to be nice to ourselves, you know. I feel like I should have driven away in like a in a big rig and like you know well, you should have done Nebraska, that. you know, you absolutely should have done that. But that's nothing trailers. to do with your hair. I mean, it's just fun. <laughs> have I ever told you guys how how like I have like fantasies about like being a trucker just because I want to sleep in their little extra cabs. <laughs> True story, man. Occasionally when I get really bored at night, I'll like YouTube the tours of the extra cabs. They're short, yeah. but like fun, you know, I do yeah. the like, same thing. I, I love for some reason, the idea of sleeping in like an extra large trucker cab. And yeah. Yes. Dude. What, like what goes on in there? Walter gets it. Walter gets it. What are they doing? Yeah. Field? I was going to say, they usually revolve around human trafficking. And <laughs> no, no, yeah. that's not truckers, that's a human not trafficker. I just want to truck stop. Uh, uh, nightlife seems a little wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I think it seems cozy. 
Just be careful, I guess, if you leave your I'm there with certain you, lights on or something, that means that you're open for business and yeah. the ladies come over and check the, you out. Lot lizards. You know, they're called lot lizards. I usually do have some inappropriate <laughs> motives here, but Decent in this tones. case, I really do just want to lay there and like watch cozy. Netflix yeah, all snug. Yeah. You know? Netflix and chill. And chill my, with myself, okay? Yeah. Not, I'm not chilling with any okay. like, trafficked people. Now here, here's my question, and again, for all my tr- all our trucker fans out there, I'd like to know. But like, are the beds built into? The, do you buy the truck with the bed already built Absolutely. in, or do you have to like does somebody sell mm, back like a truck bed? Well, no, I mean, I think they they have it all built in, but you could upgrade the mattress, oh, okay. right? Like the the trucker the trucker pillow top, I think is a thing. Okay. I don't know. What's up, Kendra? Wow. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I love it when Kendra's on. Oh, always, thanks I'm for having like, me. Psyched. Yeah. It's always like, the best. Can Kendra come be on. All right, she so she's here. You're here, and you're here because you know what? You and I like we gotta defend some turf. You know? I know. Last time we went, we went Notting Hill, and you got beat like, up by all everyone besides mm, us. I came back ready. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty jacked right now. Well, Flexed. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Ain't gonna get you much better over here. So we're doing, <laughs> we're doing sleeping with other people, which is kind of a dark horse. Like this one's a pretty deep cut. What about Walter earlier? You just like yeah. I already said it. We Walter and I already bought. Well, you talked a little bit. We didn't announce him. So I'm Walter's sorry. here. Walter's all. He's ever present. He has a name, and his Hello. name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. I'm here. Hello, hello, friends. Like, hello, everyone. Sorry. Okay. That was that Continue. Sufficient for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy now. Scott, you're here too. Yes, I am. Not just your beard. Okay. So Sleeping with Other People is a 2015 film starring Jason Sudeikis and Alison Brie. I I really watched Sleeping with the Enemy. No, you did not. Um, so it's a good movie too. I, I like that that you just kind of sold it. <laughs> so sleeping with other people, it's I, it's a it's a romantic comedy for sure. Is I mean, it? But I would say it's maybe a maybe a non romantic dramedy. I don't know. Who knows what it is? That's closer. I it's I, I can already tell that Scott's gonna hate this now. Yeah, that I think about his strong take on feelings. It. But the aura is pushing against my. But shoulder. but I can t- but but the, I saw this movie like way after it came out. I just wasn't even on my radar. But even though I really like. The, the stars and some of the supporting cast and it like blew me away. Wow. I, I was like, cause I'm a rom-com guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just was like, I, it was the thing I'd been waiting for. Like, it, I, I don't know how long it, but I mean this to me, here's the analogy mm-hmm. for me. This is the rom-com equivalent of warrior to sports films. Like it had been okay. a really long time since okay. there had been a sports movie that like really rocked my world. I love how committed you are to the rom com world. And then the warrior, yeah, you, I am. He's a stand. I'm a you, part. He's a stand. You can no say doubt. a lot of shit about him, but that so you know, he, so he's, warrior. Yeah, he and then like hill. so, I watched Warrior, and I was like, that was really good. And I watched it; and it was really good, right? And slowly, I kind of came to accept that it wasn't just that I'd just seen it. It was like this is like a top five sports movie for me. I think Sleeping with Other People is a top five rom com for me. And it's a crazy take, I know, because like it, you know, there's a real Mount Rushmore out there that's so well known. You know, Notting Hill. You got uh, Harry Met Sally. You've got maybe Love Actually in the mix. Maybe you know, there's some other things. Sleeping there. in Se- Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Probably maybe you've got Mail. But for me, Sleeping Over People, it's solid top five now for me. So I want to hear what all you all think. Um, who are except for Kendra, not quite as invested in the success of the rom com world. What do you think, bro? Well, so you'd mentioned this movie multiple occasions. I think you drafted it maybe a couple times. You've talked about it, I think, on, on and I just, I, I never. Definitely streaming recommended it multiple times. Yes, yes. And um, I, I would say my biggest takeaway from this movie is it's like a more intelligent 
Kevin Smith romantic comedy. It's like it's like actually making a good movie out of like like Kevin Smith. He has like a lot of sex takes, and like I think that's what we really dug about Kevin Smith back in the day. A lot of frank talk about sex and very open about it. And then this movie kind of took that and said, well, we're going to do it in a little bit more like a, a smarter romantic yeah, comedy Kind of like they sand the edges a little bit and kind of make it a little like tiny bit more clever and palatable, but like still we're pretty raw. Yeah. And, and, and it definitely, it, it goes that direction with the, the, the sex um, as far as like just thinking sex. about the, 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 the sex. sexes. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it talks about in, 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 I think ways that maybe the romantic comedies that you're, the other ones you're mentioning, like, are very much more kind of, I don't know, basic, I guess. And this one like kind of opens it up like maybe we can think about sex in different ways. Maybe we can think about relationships in different ways. And like I think it while it doesn't go too far, it it definitely kind of like opens up those conversations. Like are we – what is the healthy way to look at sex, I think? Well, mm. from all angles and, and <laughs> often. <I think. laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, Scotty, what do you think? All right. So, <laughs> what is what is the what's the what's the dissenting opinion? Well, I've really been struggling with with my opinion on this movie. So I had never seen it. Um, I watched it this weekend with Annika. Um, after it was done, I just felt just kind of meh about it. She liked it a little more than I did, um, and she's probably listening now. And hopefully, I'm getting that right. She seemed to like it more than I did, and. It's it's weird because so I heard, I heard I saw a quote where the writer and director pitched this to Jason Sudeikis as when Harry met Sally for assholes. Yeah, that's I which mean, I, I thought actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, and I think that's why I don't really like it. I you're not an asshole. I did. I'm not an asshole, and that's debatable. You don't you don't like when I have noticed people, that about you. You don't like when like the main character is a dick. That's you don't hundred percent, and so I had I had two issues with it. So I didn't really feel like I was rooting for anybody because their behavior wasn't great, and I didn't just didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable, and there's a lot of scenes that made me feel uncomfortable, and I, I just didn't love it. So I didn't have anybody to root for. And also, I couldn't get my brain away from the fact that it was Ted fucking Lasso, and I don't know if that it was interesting because I brought that up to Annika, and I was like, does it make it actually? better because I'm actually rooting for him more than I normally would have. Like if it was another actor, would I hate it more? And did I like it because it was Ted Lasso or was I pissed because I just kept thinking it was Ted Lasso and Ted Lasso wouldn't do that. So I had a really tough time with that. Yeah. And I don't know if that tainted my attitude for the whole thing. Cause I, by I mean, the end I did kind of like a few things and he did kind of redeem himself a little bit, but at the end I really didn't want them to be together. Which I get, that makes yeah. it tough. That's a tough sell then for romantic yeah. comedy where they end up together. Huh? So <laughs> I know. Like, God I know. damn it. They're not a happy ending. And we'll discuss that ending later. <laughs> later. But yeah, it was, it's just weird. I just, I, I've really been struggling all day today thinking about what am I going to say? And I still don't know if I have a snag for this because I've been trying to think of what I can you, snag. You just I, keep, I was, you just keep working. I'll right? keep thinking about it as okay. we go. Maybe you, you guys will say something. You have to, you just snag me. So, okay. Anyway. And then all, all your stand up. I didn't hate it. Okay, well, that, I, I liked it more than Notting Hill. That's an improvement on over Notting Hill. Hey, is that something? That's, yeah. Yeah. that's something to wild. say right now. That I think of the romantic comedies that we've watched, I think I enjoyed this one the most. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I, I get I get that. I also think there's some you you mentioned, you mentioned Kevin Smith, and I think 
there's some things there that we should we could get to. But I, I want to hear what Kendra thinks because she's so. Had you seen it before? Yes. I watched this for the first time last no, night. You're welcome. Oh, what did you think? Thank you. I really liked it. I really liked it. For some reason, I don't know why. First all time, it, I was, you're welcome. What do you think? <laughs> He's no, such a guy. Not, not leading. Not leading at all. Um, at first, I didn't understand. I didn't know how I was going to feel because that first scene. So many movies start in a dorm yeah. and whatever happens from there. And so I was just like, okay, like it, very typical, but that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean a bad thing, but I just didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously it jumped from there and then I really liked it. And I think part of the reason why you really like it, because I can't necessarily put my finger on, I've been trying to figure it out, but I feel like there's some, when Harry met Sally, like at least. It's definitely patterned in some ways there. after yeah. it. I mean, I would say. To say that it's like a, a copy of it is definitely too much, but mm -hmm. to say that it that it's I mean it's it definitely is heavily inspired by yeah. Harry and, and Sally. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you bring them together early, then they they have their separation from each other, and then they kind of the meet cute back together. Right. Like I mean, definitely got that. Um, just real quick, I just got to say from the beginning, Adam Scott maybe ruins this movie for me. He was right, and his mustache. He was a, he was a that good a good bad guy foul. though because because that you're supposed to hate him yeah I yeah think, but you're saying his performance but I, I, I just don't think he fits that role like I, yeah. I just I don't know like if it, I, I, there's something I like better if it's a different actor so, so you know, I almost like what was it like trying to be funny about it like hey we're gonna put Adam, uh, but and I don't know if that's like like he wasn't quite sexy enough to to be this was, like sought after guy that she was hooked on is that kind of and what how you're is she hooked on eight and a half seconds. <laughs> of like bad pumping because I think she's like seven and a half. She I don't think she fast. I don't think she finished there. You don't. I don't. Hmm. Oh, well, baby, this is a problem. <laughs> I, I got to reexamine some things. Walter, um, Walter, did you guys watch? Did you guys watch it together? Uh, we we tr we tried to. Kendra fell asleep the first time, and I finished watching the whole movie, and then she she watched it um, later after, after she woke back up. But I was uh, awake for up until five o'clock in the morning. The Super Bowl night playing poker. Okay. Oh, that's that's, that's acceptable. That is well, acceptable. That is acceptable. <laughs> so, what do you think, Walter? So, yeah, we we kind of watched it together, uh, but but not really. Uh, I I liked it. I, I had not seen it. I know that you've recommended it quite a few times on the pod. I think you recommended it on the Drinking Buddies episode, actually. And I'm a fan of Jason Sudeikis. I'm a fan of Allison Brie. Um, I didn't have the Ted Lasso problem, but I could definitely see where that would be an issue in trying mm -hmm. to because Sudeikis also plays assholes, though. Like he, if if you play in. Horrible bosses. He's not an asshole per se, but, but he has that character. personality, yeah, kind right? Of snarky, a little bit, sort of. Exactly. You know. So I, I didn't have as a hard time believing that Jason Sudeikis could could play that role. I I didn't have the issue with Adam Scott either because I think part of it was what Sudeikis said in the beginning. Well, that guy, he's you know he's boring. Like why is it? and he just looks like a boring dude. Yeah. He's the dude that no one would remember looked at their vagina as a gynecologist. You know what I mean? Like that's. Oh. OBGYN, sorry. Like that's that's who he <laughs> is to me in that movie. He's just boring and simple, and he's exactly what Sudeikis sets him up to be before you ever meet him. So, but, but he's also pulling these decent chicks. Like, what? Like, where does that come from? Well, he's a like, doctor, and he's kind of like a, a, he's kind of like aloof, which I think just somehow. So, so let me. I believe that the the that the the pivotal point here is the mustache. Mm. Okay, that so like, like so the mustache, the mustache, especially at a time oh. when like like right now, like mustaches are a little bit of a comeback. But at that time, like a mustache yeah. like that, especially on a dude that looked that like that much of a wiener, mm -hmm. 
I don't think I think it made it into a comic book character. Whereas sure. like if if he doesn't have the mustache, you're like, yeah, he's kind of shrimpy and boring, but he like is a reasonable looking guy who's a doctor who kind of has like too much confidence for, you know, and too much of a dick. You know, I don't I mean, how many chicks do we know that like you're like, oh, yeah, he's a dick. I like it. You I know, mean, it's I not know. the craziest thing to see a hot chick with a not hot dude. Yeah, well, we've yeah. seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I did. Put your hands up. <laughs> Shut up. You know what? All you the, the self shaming at this table. I'm going to start I, knocking heads. Okay. I, I do want to say when, when Kendra mentioned the opening scene being like college dorm, this is yeah, how yeah. they meet. Like, it's, it's very, very overdone, but it's also, it's what set the tone for the movie in my mind in terms of this isn't okay. This isn't just a standard one of these. Yeah. It's going to follow the same formula as most romantic comedies, but they get into the dorm room and he immediately says, like, oh, I can see your vagina or something like that. You can see your pussy, yeah. You want to smoke some drugs and watch some porn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, something about that barely covered vagina. Yeah, and she exactly. doesn't even flinch. No. Uh-huh. Was, the, was there you know, porn on like, his screen? Is that, like, there was actual porn on his screen? That was when she walked in. Because she says it and I didn't, like, he closed it too fast. I didn't pay attention, like, if it was actually. So I, I liked that that kind of said, oh, no, this is sort of this edgier version of this kind of story that I, I personally like. I mean, I... They don't, I don't, do they ever say the word cock when Harry met Sally? You know what I mean? Like it, it kind of adds an edge to it a little bit. You know? mm-hmm. And I, I like that it differentiated itself, even even though it could be seen as formulaic in its yeah. structure, it differentiated itself in terms of how, the, how on the edge it was going to play. So I think one of the themes for me, and like when you talk about that edge, it's not, it's also not, there's two dimensions to it, right? One is it's just a little crass, yeah. right? Like, you know, those are examples, but it also veers into this territory for me of like, the the thing that Scott I think really reacts negatively to and that I'm drawn to, which I don't know what that's that probably says negative things about me. Mm. Um, but I I like the older I get, the more I really like things that play with that gray area, especially with you know whether or not characters are good or bad or redeemable, and kind of challenging you on those fronts. I mean, you know, obviously there's sort of like both characters are are you know cheaters, right? Like this is sort of the right. foundational point of the the, the setup. Um, and both of them, you know, kind of have other qualities in terms of the way they engage in relationships and stuff that are less than desirable. But for me, I think that's what makes it so appealing because it, 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 that just makes it feel more real, right? I know a lot more people who at some point in their life have struggled with, you know, in romantic relationships with some version of imperfection of lack of sort of like, you know, perfect ethics. And, you know, you kind of look at that and you go, well, you know, like people are, people are people, you know, like they, that's how, you know, some more extreme than others. Some make worse choices than others in terms of hurting people. But I think I like the idea that we get to follow along with people who are still engaged in this like very emotional, you know, sort of like emotionally tense relationship with, well, all the while sort of fucking up and like Mm -hmm. trying to deal with fucking up and maybe trying to get better, but not get all the way better. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that's maybe what I like about it so much is it doesn't feel entirely like just a fairy tale because the characters aren't right. fairy tale characters. It feels, very, like, feels real. Yeah. 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 Uh, a movie that it kind of reminds me of was friends with benefits. I almost yeah. want to go back and yeah. watch that again. Cause I only saw that once. I remember coming away from it thinking like, was okay, movie. there's some like, it's, it's kind of like thinking about like relationships and, and like I said, in, in different ways, like you said, mm-hmm. and, and maybe what could be considered challenging ways. Um, and this is kind of doing a little bit of that same thing. Um, I don't know the whole, like they're just, I mean, they, they are, 
serial cheaters. And I know a lot of people in my, that I've been around that like in college, especially and like, and like even a little bit beyond that, where it's just like, that's just the way they rolled. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if you're, if you're not trying to actively har- harm people, does that make it okay? I don't know. Well, and whether or not, I mean, I guess maybe the question is like, can you suspend your, you know, do we have to ask whether or not like it's okay? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, this is part of the, I mean, maybe, you know, in some ways, right. Like it implies that we are as a viewer supposed to, we, that we were supposed to experience this from a perspective of like judging whether or not we can or cannot root for the characters. I think part of what I like is sort of suspending my need to do so and saying, mm-hmm. I just get to watch, you know, this thing that, I'm not, you know, this, this, this relationship engage in, you know, in, in the court or take the course that it takes with people that I don't, I'm just interested to see how they work and how that works between them and two people that are struggling. So I think for me, it's even less about whether or not it's okay, more just about what does that look like? You know, what does it look like for somebody to try to get past that with, with one another? I think I think I was expecting just a funnier movie. And then when I didn't get that and, and, you know, the sex addiction is is a very, you know, serious thing and, and seeing her suffering through that. And, and I just, I didn't like that. We were, I was like supposed to find things funny that weren't necessarily funny to me. And I don't know. I just think I was expecting a different experience. I will say it definitely veer. That's why I sort of hesitated, you know, not entirely joking about being comedy versus dramedy because there's a Uh few scenes that are heavy. Oh yeah. Like Mm -hmm. she goes in the bathroom and is having essentially like a panic Panic attack. And that's like such a real, it's not played for laughs. Like it's the music over Mm -hmm. the top of it and all of the, like the, the way it's pitched you for a moment are in a really like, you know, it's a really intense place for, you know, the romantic comedies almost never go. Oh, we haven't even talked show. about just not even those moments, but some of the sex is like oh, definitely I, I played get there, man. for a lot of realism <laughs> versus oh. like, like, like the and traditional who, romantic comedy style. Who talked to that like juice bottle and made sure it was consenting for all of the, <laughs> I, they, <laughs> all of the I don't fondling know. They, they that clearly it, did not read the label carefully because no. I don't think it, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, Brad. I, I, that's one of the things that I thought about it was that this is this is Zach and Mary on the on the coffee beans, right? This is what yeah. that is. This is Damn, a, that's a good yeah, show. You know, this, Dude, it, Walter, it just, you nailed it. Like it it pulls it into these these when they have the interactions with each other, like it, it really is different than when they're interacting with other partners. You know, it I think it shows the growth in their relationship even when they finally get there. You know but, what I mean? But I mean even, you know, to push that though one step further, he has sex with Amanda Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that for me is one of the most intense sex scenes ever in any movie in terms of like the way you feel yeah. like you're like, holy shit. Like I am right. Like the way they play that feels mm-hmm. and they're not even the two main like romantic characters, but man, it is like it's not played at all for anything but like yeah. intensity. And well that's right. the scene where he he says Laney, right? He yeah, says Laney. Yeah. 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 He calls her Laney. Um, but she's times. like, you know, I want you to do what you've never yeah. done and just yeah. like, you know, kind of takes control a little bit and it's yeah, I I love that. That's one of my favorite sort of scenes of the movie just for like the way it switches gears. Yeah. The, the Adam oh, go for it. Do what you've never done and then he says her name like that's just another level of how much he like loves her. Like he's, he's never done her, but he like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Mm-hmm. Cause when, when he says, when they have the little conversation about like, we do everything that a couple does, but we're not. And he says, well, when you have sex with something, then you kind of risk then losing it or, or, or something to along those yeah. lines. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I think the movie plays with that. This doesn't mean a lot to either of them in, until it happens with each other. Yeah. You know, 
the the Adam Scott the the one at the desk with uh, oh, heavy too. That one, the one that came to mind for me was uh, Boogie Nights, where like they're filming the first porn porn yes. scene with Amber Waves and it's like on the desk, and it's like it's the breathing, it's like I mean it's close up, it's kind of mm-hmm. raw, and I was like I I think I wasn't expecting that in what you would consider like like I said a romantic comedy. It was like oh shit, this is taking the sex pretty because Friends of Benefits, it's all it's silly, it's mm-hmm. super yeah. silly. Oh yeah. But this was like, and, oh and shit, we're we're gonna be raw with the sex for a while. And we went a different direction with the draft, but I almost because we've done a close one close to this, but I almost did most intense sex scene as the draft. Mm-hmm. And we've done a couple of those like similar ones, so I didn't, but I'm like, man, there's several in this that like in different ways mm-hmm. feel just like heavy. Yeah. You know, heavy and good in bad ways. I would have went I'd, heavy I'd, with Pixar if that was the category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, I I just sorry I couldn't get past the door still being open. It just it fucking freaked me out. You're just like, Dude, that exactly <laughs> it just made me so uncomfortable. Shit. And I was like, there's no way that that would be okay. Like they, there's people right out in the office. You hear them. They would hear what's going on in there, and it just freaked me out, and I hated it. <laughs> Was like, was that done for I in, like tell. was that intentional yeah, or was like, it was accidental? that like her kink? I felt like uh, she looked I, at it very like or his kink or I mean I I got the, I read it as like his like another level of his like control over. He's like I'm not even gonna shut the door. Yeah. You know like yeah. I don't even I'm not even worried. Yeah. You know yeah like because he's the one clearly that knows it's open. So then afterwards he shuts the door to have yeah. whatever the conversation is going to be. But yeah. he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you with the door open in my yeah. office. It doesn't matter. I sort of saw that as because a lot of Sudeikis's interactions too with the with the women he sleeps with in the movie are very much it's just a physical thing and and i saw the door being open is like all they care about is this physical part of the because they don't care if someone comes in and right. catches them and there's like emotional damage there obviously she deals with some of that right but i think more so she's dealing with the fact that she can't understand and overcome this sort of addiction not necessarily yeah. to adam scott's character but just to, to sex with him in general well, yeah and i mean that's an interesting you know like i we we don't we don't see any other examples of her like in the throes of sex addiction, but she, it's definitely sold as that. And I think you buy it, right. That maybe you're just Mm -hmm. not seeing it, but all right. So I think we should probably move on um, and talk to somebody who might have some interesting insights. Pull up a chair and grab yourself a drink. Hypothesize what directors think. Maybe sometimes get a guess. Makes us look good. Let's drink, laugh, and pretend we know what we're doing. Drinking with the director brought to you by Last Call Brewing. Boom. This movie is written and directed by Leslie Headland. Who's that? I think she works for Last Call Brewing. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> this was her second movie that she directed, and I haven't seen any of them, so I just but I, I, you what I read. <laughs> okay, well let's jump. Let's jump back. That's all a second, I got. We, we should let's let's not let's not let's not overlook the fact that there's a couple things going on. One, okay, Last Call Brewing mm-hmm. is our permanent sponsor. Right. We have just released in BVK, BVK IPA three. Live in person. Beautiful. So we are, you know, graced with the truly gigantic. He's already rolling his eyes. I know. Look at him. That is Walter, the brewmaster. Even the spooky freezer is getting involved. I know. How how do you feel about like if you had to judge one versus two versus three? Which one do you want to drink? If you can only drink one of the three BBKs. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm I'm. 
I'm going to go ahead and say that I think the third one's the best, only because if it weren't, that'd mean I'd be getting worse at my job. I like Great that. answer. Uh, I agree. Good answer. Good answer. I feel like yeah. family feud. Good answer. <laughs> okay, so what are we drinking? Uh, what's everybody drinking? As, as, as the uh, co-designer of that beer, I, you know, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to co-sign Brad, that Brad just, there. he can't oh let it God, lie. There's no Amarillo. Oh, it's okay. Uh, there's no Amarillo, which... I, I think probably would have made the beer better personally, but, but Walter was over overridden by Brad. Um, I, and overridden is not, I think he just was like, I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Right. Brad whined so it. much. That customer Walter is always talk. right. The customer is always right. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that over his, the entire day. So I could just read it in his mind. So I think we all are drinking something that Kendra brought in yes. honor of the fact that we're recording Besides on fat, Scott. except Scott. It's okay. Yeah. Well, Scott's just Scott. personal. What are you drinking? Yeah, what are you drinking? Bad Scott? I'm drinking whiskey. I'm drinking something called Kilchoman. It's uh, scotch and it's really tasty and it's smoky and it's it was spicy and yummy. I just like the pronunciation you threw on that. <laughs> Kilchoman. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, the rest of us are drinking what kind of daiquiris are these? We're drink- they're just normal, run of the mill, Daiquiri. standard daiquiris because it's Fat Tuesday. It's Fat and Tuesday. And I love New Orleans so much. Yeah. Kendra made me flasher. The boobies, I did. my boobies. Yeah, I saw all three of his nipples. Oh man, the oh, third, we the third one, the third that, one's huh? long. I know. I, you might it get that confusing. checked out. Maybe get that checked out. How many, have, how many times have you guys been to New Orleans? Once, twice? I've, I've, been I've only times. been once. Kendra's been three times. Yeah. Okay. It is three a great times. town. It is a great. It's town. so wonderful. Brad's New Orleans food story is one of my all-time faves. I, I'm told pretty sure I've told the body, but the real quick rundown is I was with five guys in college, and they wanted to go eat at a TGI Fridays one night, and I, I absolutely refused. <laughs> Just like refusing Amarillo hops, I put my foot down, and I said, I'm not going to TGI Fridays. And I went off and found my own little food spot, and they went to TGI Fridays like a bunch of chumps. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Was that was one of the most right things you've ever done. Okay, so, I feel it's one of my best decisions of my life, for reals. So Leslie Headland is the director and writer here. This is the second. Has anyone seen her first? No. What is it? Bachelorette. Sure haven't. Kind of a sneaky good movie. I've like, seen it's, the it's really underrated. television show. No, it is. It's the, it has a great cast. Like, did, did you watch that after watching this one because of? No, no, no I, I had actually seen this. One. I saw this one probably even closer when it came out. But it's Kirsten Dunst, uh, Isla Fisher, Lizzie Kaplan, James Marsden. Like, it's a it's a kind yeah. of a banging cast. Rebel Wilson. I feel. Oh, I've seen the Andrew Reynolds little icon. icon for it in Netflix. You should watch it. Okay. It's it's solid. I mean, I don't want to oversell it. But like it's, it's good. Adam Scott, Horatio Sands. Yeah, it's a good good cast. Um, and and so then after that, right? It's mostly mostly TV. Um, well, I I got to give a shout out to her because she was one of the co writers on. It was a single season, and it got not getting approved for a second season. But it's called Terriers. It was on FX, and it is an outstanding series like even if it, even though it ends after one one uh season it's worth checking out it's, it's got, got it donald, Nathan, donald logue in it yeah donald yeah. logue yeah and it's it's just a weird quirky kind of private investigator like very much along the lines of like the big lebowski okay it's worth checking out and, and she was one of the the writers on that so uh that's pretty pretty cool i didn't realize that until just now and and that's uh she's got some chops so i would say like i mean like really those are the only two features and the last Mm -hmm. one being 2015 she's written some tv and other things but like well about last night have you seen that she wrote that somebody seen out last night about last night familiar it's 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 right before sleeping with other bitch she was the writer on that is that the is that the miles no i'm thinking of about about last night yes yes it is no i'm sorry kevin hart 
Michael E. The Regina Hall. No, not I wonder if that's a remake of the About Last Night that was in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, it's got, yeah, I haven't seen the, that. It's got to be, right? That, that's the famous T.O.'s one. in it. Must be great. Brian Callen. says T.O. as himself. That's pretty cool. So I, I, I guess, I mean, I want more from her, right? Like, I guess my, my general take here is like, maybe I'm the only audience for this. Well, stuff. well, no, I like it, but I guess something I want to know is I know that some of the executive producers are Adam Scott and Will Ferrell, right? So I want to know like how much of this movie's greatness has also attributed to like, well, she, she also wrote Russian doll. That was like, she was the showrunner for Russian doll, which got a, a ton of, Walter liked that. I think ton of critics loved it. And it was like, it was a big and thing Natasha for a while. Leon yeah. Nat- Natasha Leon being in that at the star of that you said you, you watched a little bit of it. I did. I watched. Uh, I watched that show. I, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was really well written, and, and I enjoyed it. I think the reason why she probably didn't get more after this was commercially, it wasn't a success. No, it only made like three and a half million in the box office. So yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the first one did. Her Bachelorette did, but yeah, yeah. It can't. It probably didn't do as well. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's not done well. I mean, the, the, but but I just I guess I part of my 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 curiosity here is like it's not because the movie is shit. Like whether you like it or not, it's not like garbage, right? Mm-hmm. It's not right. like a terrible. Yeah. The cast is like, if nothing else, today because is doing a great job acting. Allison Brie's doing a great job acting. Yeah, like the you know, um, Manzukis is like funny, and you know, Amanda Pete's great. I mean, like there's a good cast doing good work, right? So whether you, it's it's kind of a weird movie in the sense that like you hadn't even you're a rom com yeah. person, you hadn't even seen it. Uh uh-uh. uh It's on all most people's radars. Like why did it? I don't not even get think that I've seen like a little tile for it. Like I, I feel like I'm, that's a lot of Sudeik. The movies he stars in don't he, get a ton of. He does. I, he's a little sneaky. Know, to, yeah, yeah, he seems to be under the it's radar Olivia per se Wilde's when fault. it comes to a lot of his films that I think are great. Right? I mean, even his what would be his heaviest promoted movies? The Horrible Bosses movies, maybe. I don't. Where yeah, the Millers, God, maybe. Miller, hey, but that's Jennifer Aniston, right? So, right. You know, that's a I, giant star. I, yeah, I feel like he was always under the radar and, and, until Ted Lasso, and then became like yeah. a household name. But it's like it seemed like he was always kind of the the SNL guy that just never really got the the full shine of some of the mm-hmm. others that were around him. And, but I can't think of a movie that he kind of plays a, a lead in that I don't like. Yeah, but I'm thinking I, about it now. I mean, I that we talked about this at some point. Um, I can't recall which movie, but but like there's a bunch of these actors that are just that maybe may actually you know maybe I maybe it was Nick and I from from our old co-host Nick had this conversation privately, but like if you look at the a bunch of the SNL alum that go on that are like pretty clown like mm-hmm. in their early days, they go on and have some amazing roles, right? Like Hater, right, goes on and and you know both. Bill Hader and uh, Sudeikis are, you know, have uh, Barry and, and Ted Lasso on basically at the same time. And they're incredible in those, like, you know, in terms of the acting. And you sort of go back down the list, right? Bill Murray, right, is, is a, you know, is a, is a great example. There's just a lot of great actors that come out of that, like, straight up comedy. I really liked, what's his name? Billy Eck, Billy Eck. Billy Eichner. When he's talking about selling assholes or something at the sex, <laughs> the, yeah, when his he gets entire up there in front. spiel there was fantastic. So, yeah, I did. I did log into my uh, in the, my the store's Instagram and say, "There's a sale on assholes. <laughs> Come get your assholes." Sudeikis so was there to pick up chicks, right? Yeah. It seems like gotta be. Yeah. It he seems like there, it. Yeah. just based on his whole philosophy that he's he explains about women and sex. He's not there for 
self-help i don't i don't feel it, it, no. it you would i think because he says oh well, my girlfriend wanted me to go or whatever and it's like yeah, then I she think, broke up with me yeah so i think he's definitely just kind of like mm-hmm. let me see what's going on at this thing melissa's right behind me and we, we watched not too long ago billy eichner's uh uh what's it called yeah, we watched Bros with Billy. Oh, that there. looked funny, but oh, I didn't how was see that? It. It's I, it's I crazy. It. It's okay. it, it was pretty wild. It's it's worth checking out. There's some some. Uh, I Daniel Tosh interviewed one of the main stars in it, and and it was a pretty good interview. So I was like, okay, let's check this out. And okay, it was it was a decent movie. It's funny. It's got moments. I imagine it's fiercely inappropriate. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, real quick, going back to our, our, our lady at hand, she is, she's dipping in that Disney money. She's got star Wars, the acolyte. She is the, the, the showrunner for that, which is coming out this summer. Oh, wow. Um, so right into the star Wars universe, uh, it's supposed to be, uh, uh, kind of end of like the, the empires like rain. It looks like it's going to be kind of a female-driven cast. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that So maybe goes. that, I mean, you know, maybe that gives her some, mm-hmm. some more like, leverage to do some more of this because i'm all in like i'll you know I'll, I'll watch the hell out of any features that she she puts out from now on good old leslie oh man yeah everybody's favorite leslie with a y um uh, yeah she's married uh she's lesbian married to uh a, a woman surprisingly <laughs> as a lesbian <laughs> what so wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just butchered she's that. She's lesbian married. Can we clear? Can we clarify she's, this? She's, she's 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 a lesbian married. One of those lesbian who is married to her wife. to a woman to a woman as a lesbian Holy as shit. a lesbian. And I think her, I think her wife. Twenty four new age crap. I think her wife's lesbian as well. They even they allow that. And her, yeah, they allow that. And her wife's also a lesbian. Nowadays, you never oh know. My her wife's God. lesbian. I don't even know what we're doing here. What are we talking about? But you're telling me is that gay men are also married to men. Let's shut up. Nonsense. Right? Edit this out. I'm going to be so mad at you. You better not. Don't you do it. Don't you do it, Brad. Um, but yeah, like the, the <laughs> people writing sex comedies, like, like I said, we, we talked about Kevin Smith earlier as a director. He's always had like sex as part of his movies, whether it's just the raunchiness of talking about sex, but also chasing Amy is still considered one of his like better movies. And the fact that like it was, openly talking about for one lesbian relationships and then two the fact that they have very frank conversations about sex like i mean the jason lee that's how they start hitting it off in the bar and stuff and it's like why don't more movies do that in like a intelligent way rather than just like making it either like a dumb comedy or or just like a silly, sappy romantic well, comedy is this rated r oh, yes okay. oh yeah so, it was hard r so i'm gonna uh, <laughs> hard R. I forgot that that would be referenced in two ways in society now. Hard R. I always think of like the movie, like hard R means just like, oh, it's an aggressively R rated movie. Well, then my, my thought would be that's why, right? Because then you lose a lot of commercial appeal once that rating gets to, yeah. to an R. It's tougher to make it commercially with with an R rating. But. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I also think it's hard to know. I, I, I don't have a good feel, right? But like, I'm a guy that hangs with 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 girls that are like funny and a little crass and you know and i hang with guys that are clever and funny but like sex and and stuff like that is often a topic Mm -hmm. so to me i'm like yeah this is like why why don't we you know this is this is this is the world we live in right but maybe maybe we're just the weird minority i don't know because it feels like maybe there's just not enough people that know how to get it across on film without it looking cheap or sleazy or whatever like i'm sure there's a very fine line that you kind of gotta 
do. Well, I mean, maybe it's, it's maybe. Yeah, you've got to be both crass and clever. Uh-huh. Right. Because you, if you're too much, then you fall into this category. Right. And then if you're too clever, are you still yeah. getting whatever point across you want to get? Yeah, maybe. Huh. I, do we Leslie. think movies are going to evolve in, in a sense that, like, I think as the older generation starts to kind of fade away? Like, I mean, do you think people are just more open to sex? Or is it just because of society nowadays that people are going to be less likely to start having these types of movies come out? Well, I mean, I, mean, I was just going right? to say, I mean, look at the 80s and, and all the sex movies and all the teen sex movies. Yeah. And, and you know, all the John Travolta movies. So it's like, it, it's it seems like it's actually gotten less, in, in a way it kind of came down from that hardcore just straight up but, sex being the plot of the movie. But but think about what that like, so think about Porky's, right? This right. is like a great example of it, right? So like we look at that now and we're like, this is totally inappropriate, mm -hmm. right? Like this is, but if you were uh, somebody that was say, you know, coming of age in the, I don't know, 60s, even the 70s, right? You You would have thought that this was like the way that boys misbehaved and the way that girls expected boys to misbehave, right? A peephole and a shower. And mm -hmm. so like, whether or not that's like contextually, you know, it's, uh, it's I, like you can, yeah. you, you, you know, thinking it's wrong. Right. And, and which it, it certainly is a, a total violation is still doesn't change the fact that that was like what people did and thought of that was the way they interacted in a sort of like sexual way, mm -hmm. but they probably weren't sitting around with a bunch of women talking crassly about like, like very explicitly about how to finger, finger themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so in some ways we think of it as being like a lot about sex and it was, but it was about the way that they did things that were sort of like edgy, which mm -hmm. was like boys were supposed to be the ones that were always sort of pervs and trying to peep and girls mm -hmm. were trying to cover up. And like, sometimes, you know, they got away with it and no one was really asking too many questions about whether this was okay. So some of why we might be seeing this, right. Is because it's for a generation of people that now all of a sudden, right. That stuff's not cool. Right. right. Like, but it is fine to be like, I'm in a room with a woman that seems to be comfortable with it. And let's all talk about like how people, you know, how, how you, how you effectively finger yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. Like that's not as dirty that's DJs. Not, do the dirty DJ. Well, right? You gotta be rude to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a ten year old movie too though, right? So I, I think just as personally the the movies for ten year olds. Ten year olds. Jeez. <laughs> he said that at first, and I was like, I, maybe Damn, that's why I didn't dude, like it. <laughs> Sorry. It's the like the R rated comedy kind of doesn't really exist anymore either, right? And and yeah. there was a time you know when Tropic Thunder and The Hangover and mm -hmm. those types of movies did really well. And that was even longer than that. And in 20, I think Trainwreck came out in 2015, the Amy Schumer movie. And there's a few other movies around, like rom-coms that came out around the time that had a bit more of a raunchy edge to them. And I, I think just as R-rated comedies in general have gone away for the most part, at least commercially successful ones, th this kind of seems to fit in the same boat, unfortunately. I just wonder, though, whether like... Oh, part of it is that like we've changed the way that we release content. Yeah. Like yeah. I wonder if we were like to look hard at, at what comes at what's come out straight to Netflix, straight to Hulu. That's mm -hmm. been pretty decent. Like if we would have a slightly, if we would start to go, Oh yeah, but that one was like, that was pretty raunchy. And that's an art. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that's wrong, but like I sometimes wonder whether or not it's not big, just under office. the radar, under and the so, radar. Like, and there's but, some but, stuff, but, that but eventually there, yeah. people do consume it. Right. It's just, they don't all consume it on the first three weekends. And so somehow like, cause I can think of a handful of movies that like in their own way 
are pretty raw, right? And they're definitely R-rated, but they just aren't huge movies because there isn't, you know, in some ways that doesn't. So it's like, yeah, that's not what goes to, that's not what's still going to the theater. But I don't know. I I, 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 I want to kind of step back and think about that. People were point. just starting to stream content in 2015. That's, that is actually a really good point. I think technology is, is part of it. It's like 2015, this was still like, hey, oh, what's come out in the movies? What's come out in the theaters this weekend? Oh, there's that Sudeikis movie. Oh, maybe go check it out. And now post-COVID and all that stuff, it's like, do you ever really like, are you looking to see what movies are coming out any weekend? Mm. I have no clue. No, yeah. mm. sometimes on a Tuesday morning. You do, you check out this, see what yeah, the new ones are coming the, out. No, I mean like that's the, like, I, the only time I'm actually going to go to a movie is like, I'm like, I'm, I'm skipping work and I'm going to the movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> but but I'm yeah. just saying like, and it's not like the Friday night, like Saturday no. night thing to do, you know, like well, because, right now, how many of you can name three movies that are in the theater right now? I can't. No way. Something about beehiving or something. Oh, the beehive. That's uh, Jason Statham. Um, I, I just looked at it because we were going to go. I think. Oh, yeah, the beekeeper. beekeeper. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we, we were going to go see yeah, Argyle this last weekend, but we ended oh, up Argyle? not. So that's the only reason I looked, but it was Argyle. There's probably a few Marvel movies in the theaters right now. Yeah. There's probably yeah, at least five. one Marvel movie. <laughs> I think that Madam Web is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went and saw Godzilla. I mean, that's the last movie I went and saw in a the theater. That movie. And that was one, and it, I thought it was great, but I couldn't tell you what else was playing at the time because we yeah, wanted to no see idea. that. Right now you've got you've got Dune reissue. Oh, so that's that's just the reissue. Because part do. Lisa Frankenstein. Never heard of it. Mm -mm. Out of Darkness. Don't know what that is. Mm -mm. Argyle, The Mean Girls Musical, Beekeeper, Night Swim, Wonka. Oh, yeah. Wonka, yeah. Mm -hmm. nope. I thought that You're came right. out a long time ago, though. No, I think no it's one's, just no one, no one's going to the movies. You're either. right. The movies are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> it's just uh, weird. All right. Anyone else have any questions for our director? Because I feel uh, the itch. So, so there was one scene that was interesting to me, and, and it was, I think I know what she's going for, and it just didn't do it. I just want to know why. Why did she have to take her shirt off in front of all the kids and dance in front of them? Like, I like the fact that she was like going to do the dance with the kids and she was going to, hey, I got this and these kids are going to have fun. And then she takes her shirt off and I guess she's in a swimsuit top, but it was weird. Suit, yeah. But it didn't feel like a swimsuit top. But why'd she have to take the shirt off? She was on shrooms. I know she was on shrooms. No, she was on Molly. She was yeah. on Molly or Molly. whatever. But I don't know. It just, I liked the scene until she did that. Then it was just weird and awkward. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like, because I liked how she was just being free and, and it was kind of like they're having a good well, time. Well, and like she already had the shirt kind of unbuttoned. Like they could have rolled with it. It still would have been kind of yeah. sexy and made that point because they want to have the slow-mo where he's watching her. Right. But I just don't, I don't understand fair, why the shirt fair. had to come yeah, off. Does, does, that made it does creepy a parent immediately like be like, what the fuck's going on? Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that if, it, if, if, like, a, if a girl took her shirt off and she had a swimsuit top on and was dancing like that because she's doing kind of some. I wouldn't say club a goddamn moves. word, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most honest answer I've had on this. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting. I'm fucking old man on the lawn. You know, get off my lawn on this movie. I guess. I've got a question that relates to that for for the director, and this might step on some some body bags and snags and shags, but. What's the need other than that specific instance of using the slow motion? Why is it? I feel like it's used way too too much in this movie. There's a, there's a few sequences where there's some slow motion happening that I just I don't remember the others. What are the others? There's the scene where he's chasing his girlfriend down the street when it's raining after she finds Personal, out he cheats on. Oh, it's yeah. not his girlfriend. They okay, weren't sorry. exclusive, yeah, they weren't and I just exclusive. think right. that the crappy thing he did <laughs> yeah. there was sleep with her friend, not cheat on her. Yeah, and so, that just needs to be. But there's like a that scene, Continue. and they they roll, slow him down while he's running down the street. And there's a few other instances of just 
I, I just don't understand what yeah. it what the purpose of it was. Trying to be a little creative, a little artistic. Yes, yeah. but why? Like, it's not a film that calls for that. Except for I, I can see the dancing scene where oh, they're trying to show that you know, or like she's the cityscape when they're doing, showing it's been like time, and you can see yeah, like it just, the seasons. It, it just because they don't use any sort of transition of time like that, other than a flash on the screen with text. Mm. Besides that, and so what are the, I just feel like these elements don't fit into this film specifically. And I was throwing, I thought my my stream was buffering or something. Why are we slowing this down here? This That's fair. Sense. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's kind of sum things up here uh, and find out how we felt about the different best and worst parts. Do you enjoy movies? Do you enjoy adult beverages? Do you enjoy conversations that could go off the rails at any second? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you should check out the Films and Fermentation podcast. I'm Leo. I'm Kevin. I'm Mike. We're just three friends who like to talk shit about movies while getting shit-faced. So join us every week as we discuss interesting movie topics like best ensemble films, most paused moments in cinema, and the occasional movie review, plus so much more. When you add drinking, you have no idea where this conversation could go. So find us on Spotify, Apple Pods, Good Pods, YouTube, or wherever you go to listen to your favorite shows. You could also visit linktree.com slash films and fermentation to find all of our social media and podcast links. We'll be waiting for you to join us weekly at the crossroads between pickled and fermented. Cheers. Cheers. Is it a one-night stand, or do you cut his arms and legs off, or take him home to <laughs> mom and dad? It's like, fuck, marry or kill. It's Jack Snack body bag. That is accurate. I think it's appropriate, yeah. For, 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 a, for a movie where there's some intense uh, intense disagreements. <laughs> a little some violence. Cheating. Somebody gets pushed in front of a cab. I feel like that's appropriate. Uh, see, that oh that's the God. whole thing. Is like Adam Scott being in this movie seems like it could go that direction where it just becomes like a really oh, he zany, seems like weird a straight comedy. up serial yeah. killer, like a weird like he like oh, a, or yeah, I guess you could go serial you, killer. You could with go this, like yeah. like kind of like like a horror comedy with him in it. Yeah, and with that mustache for sure. Yeah. All right, so we're sn- we're gonna uh, shag snag and then also body bag. And uh, I want to know, Scott, what you're because you are struggling to snag, but you might have a shag. Yeah, a shag. I'm gonna shag the um, the outtakes at the very end with um, Matt, what's his name, Matt Manzukas, Manzukas, and, and then the, the girl from uh, Step Brothers. The yeah, oh, which I forget her name, but she's great. Her name oh, she's great. But that was my favorite part of this movie. Was was that because that was want more so outtakes. good? I wanted more outtakes, and I actually wanted more of them in, in the entire movie. And honestly, I like him, but a lot of his lines didn't really hit for me throughout the movie. But I liked their interaction, and so I would have liked maybe a little bit more of them together. But yeah, that that last part, Andrea Savage, Andrea Savage, yeah, she, they were great. Their chemistry is awesome, and they had some really good lines at the end there. And I, I just love that part. So I'm here, Kendra. What are mm. you? Uh, what are you shagging? My shag was at the end of the movie when he's in the police station, and or no, before he gets in the police station, when he punches him in the face, and oh, then it's it. sealed with him yelling Elaine on the phone, and 
uh, Adam Scott, like realizing that that's who he's like talking to and kind of processing that like someone is willing to step up for her. Like, so I also love that that's a throwback to the first scene. Yeah. Which is like, she's like, you know, she hates it that, you know, he, you know, any mm-hmm. reference to, uh, to, Elaine, the, to, yeah. to, to, to the graduate, right? It's kind uh-huh. of, yeah, that's like, that's a good, good one. All right. What do you shag him, Ron? Um, I'm going to shag Allison Bree, which is funny because I am going through, she has a gigantic IMDb. She's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She's... And I really going through this. Aside from her being the the voice of Unikitty in so the you, Lego movie, like I really you haven't seen Community. I didn't know Dude, Community. That is your kind of show. It's really offbeat and like I like it's got a lot Joel, of folks Joel McHale. Dude, I you should like go back. And watch. I, I would love to see you watch season one. She's in this. The, it's up and down the line. A really good watch. I know, but you know my 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 takes on network shows. I really just there's very few I could ever get into. Yeah, well, you're dumb, and you should. I am kind of dumb. <laughs> but like glow, like there's a lot of stuff that like no, I'm no, looking no, at that I just one, never. This went one's and like watched. really almost like non-network network. Like he should it shouldn't be have been there. It, it should have been on Comedy Central. Like it's a very Walter offbeat. also likes Community. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it. I, I only watched the first few seasons, and but she, me and Chris. uh back in the day would watch it and both of us just absolutely fell all over ourselves about Alison Brie. That was like the beginning. I'm a big fan of her, uh, her looks and general attractiveness. No, yeah, and, and good actress. Uh, uh, she was game in this movie as far as like all, I, I, I think, so I don't she, I think she was perfectly cast. I mean, she fit. Yeah. And then uh, she's married to Dave Franco, and I, I had a little man crush on Dave Franco for oh, a long yeah. time. I like, he's the better of the Francos. Yeah. Going well, back to back to when he was on Scrubs, uh, yeah. uh, he yeah. had uh, the, the weird season of Scrubs at the very end when they had like the new little hospital. Well, see, that's a network show and an NBC network show. Oh, Scrubs is one of my favorite shows of all time. This is, dude, I'm telling you that Community <laughs> and Scrubs are, are, are cousins. Community has a similar weird feel to it. You should watch it, man. I, you know what? I should tell you, you shouldn't. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it because you know what? It, it, it's a suck show. It's too oh. weird. It's straight up too weird for me. And you shouldn't watch it. Don't ever watch it. You should actually, no, the better way to do it is to say it's too weird for you. Like just I just that. said it's too weird for me. Say no. Say it's too weird for oh, me. I like that he's scripting this. It's too weird for you, dude. Like it's yeah. way too weird. It's off, too off beat. You wouldn't it's get like, it. Oh, I'm gonna go watch it. Now. You wouldn't get it. Now, now there's how. You I don't do think it. you're gonna get it. There's uh, how you, you can do try, it. but I don't think you get it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna shag something we haven't uh, talked about at all. Shockingly, which is the mu- the music. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. There's not a lot of like main mainstream songs, um, but they come in at perfect times. It's kind of like indie stuff that's mm-hmm. that's like just at the edge of of well known, really good. Like there, there's just for me the music, not only the choice of music, but the like way that it's introduced into the movie, is just perfect. So I, I think that this is the sleeper, the sleeper s- strength of the movie. I don't think it's the same movie without the way the music. Is that's about. funny because I tried to think of a needle drop at, at later on. I was thinking about like, was the music good? Cause I, I was going through my, it's, my shack body and I was like, I remember a lot of indie music, you but don't indie remember music any- just, just it, it flies right past me unless well, it's, it's like a you very specific no, it's scene. It's because you don't, you wouldn't get it right. Like it's just, it's music you wouldn't get. <laughs> Like, like I was I trying to think, I was trying to think of something that like stood out as, as far as like, Oh, boom, that, that clicked. Or like, I really like that song or it made me yeah. think of like, what is that song? And I, and I never it's did that. Over your head. Okay. Yeah. Kendra, what are you snagging <laughs> from this movie? Um, my snag, what was my snag? Oh, my snag was like, 
when they're laying down and they have the whole like "I love you for free" moment. God, that's one of my favorite it's the lines thing. ever. It's in good. Movie. It is yeah. good. It's it's actually an interesting one because. Like as a concept, not even just a line, mm-hmm. like it doesn't show up a lot, right? Like yeah. the very idea that like, I'm going to love you in a romantic you way. Don't and like, do I don't, either, I don't expect anything. I know nothing can come back to me for it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a real like bittersweet, like the most bitter, most mm-hmm. sweet, bittersweetness to it. Like, mm-hmm. I just love it. I think it's a great, that's a great call, Brad. Uh, just again, movies that take frank conversations about sex and, and, uh, and I think in intelligent ways, I, I liked it. I liked the fact that there was uh, a lot of open conversations and uh, I enjoyed it. It just, people talk about sex all the time. And uh, this movie, I think, did a good job of kind of, you know, kind of, I think at least simulating kind of like how I think people it's really talk. Kind about of sounds sex. real. To the yeah, movie. yeah. 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 The not not the, the, the sappy, like romantic comedy style. Well, I'm just going to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. I, I'm going to snag. I, I finally found something. I learned how to properly satisfy satisfy a bottle. I've always wanted to do that. I've never made and, an, I've never made apple juice come until I watched that movie. Yeah, yeah, it well, was yeah, technique was let me tickling I mean, or nothing. This one time I thought it did, but I think it just faked it. I I also actually I think it was like not a hundred percent juice. It was like concentrate. Seriously, I would like to say that this was this opened the door for Ted Lasso because this was the first time he got a taste of coaching some soccer or be, you know being near soccer right and he's I think like that's where i can't I get him. enough yeah. so. I, well i'm gonna piggyback right on that like for i'm me, trying to find origin good shit, story <laughs> the, the, for me the snag is sudeikis i mean yeah i i think the acting in this movie by sudeikis and allison brie both but like the acting in this movie by sudeikis is phenomenal like you you because it's the movie that it is like it's never gonna get a look you know but it's as good as Lasso, just on mm-hmm. a smaller scale, right? Yeah. Like his range in terms of some of the times, you know, like his the scene with, you know, with um, Amanda Pete, you know, and several of them and his scenes with Lainey where he's laying there saying, you know, I love you for free. And it just, he, he's, he, he can be funny and serious and heartbreaking. Like he, he's as, I think he's, he's the underrated actor of the last 10 years. And even as much as he's gotten credit for Ted Lasso, like some of his indie stuff, he's just great. Like he's he's really he's he's not taking it as seriously as I think he should be. I, I don't follow the the tabloid stuff, but I remember hearing something about like he was in a weird relationship or cheated on somebody. Like is is he the, is he the bad guy in real life or is he not? I don't remember the exact details. I just remember he got served his divorce papers at an award show. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that, or the other way around. He served. The award her. Show I think he, served he served her with papers her with at yeah. an award show. Uh, the award show served him divorce papers. Yes, what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes sense. I don't know. I just like like I said. I, I it's interesting that he's played like this this the most wholesome guy you can imagine, but he also can play this this douchey guy. Or I'm, I'm not going to say douchey, but like this definitely like this a little bit dirtier kinda, guy. Yeah, she's kind of kind of shady, little bit sneaky, little shady. And uh, so it's like, which side is more his personality, or is that mm-hmm. like just is he a combo of that? I don't know, but I I, I think yeah, he that's that's the that's the genius, right? You don't know. I right. like his accent. I've always liked his little, his little whatever, like Kentucky or whatever he's from. All right, Brad, what are we body bagging? Um, I'm going to body bag the douchey guy she starts dating that she meets at like the party. Mm. Yeah, with the <laughs> oh, kid. Because like, so it's yeah. like all of a sudden like she's on a date. I'm like, wait, why is she on a date with him when he came across as like the most douchey dude ever? And I mean, he clowns. Mm-hmm. Jason Stakos clowns him as he's yeah. doing it. 
And then she's like, now she's like dating this dude for and a little bit. And he's kind of douchey on the first date too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Tough. I just like, I but, but I think, I guess I take it as like, she's trying to like, trying to go for the guy that's like a little bit normal. Yeah. Right. Not the doctor who's a fucking weirdo or the like serial cheater. Yeah, I guess. And do you think, do you think because Sudeikis saw him like picking up on her, was that why he was extra mad when she used his move on her like because she told him about yeah, it. 100%. yeah. yeah. so like, like it made it to that guy yeah like what if it yeah. was another guy you that he didn't him know the dirty dj yeah yeah terrible yeah that was rough all right what are you body bagging scott okay um this amanda pete and the the whole thing with with her having the kid and him getting involved with the kid and like being together for like two months i don't like that being part of the story I liked him beating the shit out of the out of the asshole, but then the fact that the line that she, that just fucking sucked was, "I can't believe that you made my kid fall in love with you," and mm-hmm. that whole thing made me fucking not like him again. That's a douchey thing to do. And and that whole thing, like, no doubt. Like if he was still in Delaney so much, then why the fuck are you doing that? Or just you know be good. And so that made me not like his character again after I was starting to kind of like mm. him. To play a hair bit of devil's advocate, though, why is she introducing her kid to someone she's been dating for two months? Uh, and, you know, and that's, you know, you never, it's up to the person. Like if you've dated somebody who has kids, yeah. it's, it's always, and, and sometimes it's because I, uh, was it only years, two months? Because I, I like, maybe I, mean, I just I lost track of months later. She moved yeah. after oh, two I months, thought it was yeah. like, like two years. Like I, no, it, it said two, two months. Because he's coaching the team and like the kids asking him for permission for shit. I'm like, that's happening after two months. Yeah. Yeah. It has a little, when they're packing up the U-Haul. There's a little thing at the bottom that says like two months later. Yeah. Oh shit, maybe I just well, I, or after so, so I think I, to play slight devil's advocate there too. I guess part of me is like, you know, we see it because we know then that he ends up like you know basically like fucking up. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to imagine that he was like in good. You know, he, he claims like he's acting in good faith. Like he he did, he thought he was trying to move on, right? And mm-hmm. like he doesn't do a good job of that. Right. But like if he doesn't of, see, dude, does he not go be maybe that, like you like know, they never I mean. like maybe they never come back around. But, but or, or is he, they go on forever and he's not really in love with her and he's really in love possible. With her and, and but yeah. you know people tell themselves all kinds of lies. You know yeah, and like mean true. it and mean it and try. You know right. Like, I guess you know that's part of. But but fair point. Like bringing the kid into it makes it sting a lot more. It yeah yeah. All right. Kendra, what are you bagging? Um, what am I bagging? I am bagging. I understand that like in today's society, we have to like show this on a movie screen. But for some reason, I hate when they show you people's text conversations oh. in a movie <laughs> yeah. and like their little text combo they have back and forth. I know that's like... Like, the world that we live in and that's an important whatever, but I just, I don't like, I just well, don't like I it. think back then it was kind of new and kind of interesting and this was kind of, but I think I've seen this in so many things now. No, 2015, it wasn't, I don't well, know, I'm but saying, showing it, it in, in, a movie, in the movies, though, like showing I, it as a, as a thing. I, don't, I feel I, like Social Network was doing it in 2010 and like, I don't know, I feel like it's been around for a little bit. It wasn't the first. I think it's I'm like, saying compared to now. I mean, okay. nine years ago, they yeah. had done a lot less. Like it's well, definitely a, I think it's lazy. It's easy, it's easy to get some plot across without having to film something. So it's probably cheaper for the studio too. Right. Mm -hmm. Just put on some fucking text. Let's go. Yeah. I just don't like it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't really necessarily know why I don't like it, but I don't like it. But a lot of conversation happens through text nowadays. I mean, that's, I guess that's the reality. And that's what I mean. Like I get it, but I just don't, I don't get it. You don't need to see that. Mm -mm. I see it enough. I see that. 
Um, okay, so I, here's a weird one. I'm going to body bag the fact that they don't sleep together anytime in the interim. And the reason is because, like, I don't buy it. <laughs> like <laughs> I was kind of thinking um, that at the same time. I was like, like they seem like no they're so perfect for way, each other, you know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I think there's a way to make it. Like now, maybe this like makes it just too. I mean, shoot, Scott's gonna really go off the deep end if this happens. But like, it's just the ultimate gray move, right? Like, it's like imagine them like cheating on their significant others, whoever they're with, or like you know. I, I guess I'm just saying. It's like if they if they can't help themselves, like there's some purity to the fact that they're able to not sleep together and they're trying to be on this road of being better people. But like, I, you know, what if they slip up, you know, and then they're like, you know, devastated by the fact that like they really can't like hold it together, and so there there's a period that passes. And mm-hmm. anyway, maybe this gets us into the next category a little bit, or it gets us into alternate endings. But I guess I like the idea that like that, that would be more real to me is like, yeah, well, they, they slip up. Like they can't hold out. Especially like, since they already broke the seal all those they, years exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, which I think is exactly part of it, right? It's like, no way. But it, I do like, think it's cute. The little end, t- line that they have at the end where like, we lost your our virginity. And our virginity and we I do love that. that yeah. was cool. I do love that. It's, I, it's, it's a cute line. There's a balance and at least because they it still needs they to both be a know con. how to have the sex. But they do fuck before they go actually get married, so. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Heathens. All right. But no, I, I, on that same point, though, there was a, there was at one point during the movie, and again, maybe this is, I'm bad at watching movies nowadays, but I was like, did they make a pact? Like, is there something I'm missing? Like, why they're really not sleeping with each other? Like, did they do like a blood oath? Or like, what, what was it? Like, what actually, they is said there, is there like, anything that they, did they make a promise to each other? I think it's just like they don't, you know, they don't want to ruin the friendship or something, but they don't make much of it. I want to say they were just sitting there because they were talking about like they didn't want to mess it up and how they said that that would probably, I mean, it's later when he says how. It's the mousetrap conversation. Yeah, mousetrap. Right, but, they, but they've been hanging out like, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember, again, yeah. time, obviously I, I missed I out think on it's years. time. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, when they, once they realize they're like best friends, like it seemed like that would be like, hey, you know what? We actually really like each other. And we should probably start fucking. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. So, <laughs> if, if start you, fucking. So, if you like this movie, you're really going to like the things we have to say in the next category. Crackle, Pluto, HBO, find anime on Crunchyroll, Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Disney, Sling TV, Shoot, I'm sure, Boobo. What the fuck is Boobo? I'm sure it'll cause a sensation. It's a streaming recommendation. All right. If you're loving this, or maybe if you're hating it, I don't know. <clears throat> what should we? Uh, what should you watch? What do you think, Kendra? Mm, I think you should ask someone else before you. Ask what do you think, me. Brad? Um, we talked about this just a little bit earlier. I, I was talking about this kind of has some Kevin Smith adjacent um, dialogue, and uh, you know, Chasing Amy is available on Prime. I think that's the one that probably is closely closest match to this. Um, uh, a lot of relationship talk, a lot about, uh, uh, some more, uh, I'd say graphic sex talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think done in a, in a mostly intelligent way. Uh, it's the least Jay and silent Bob of all of Kevin Smith's, uh, like askew universe, uh, movies. So, mm-hmm. uh, it focuses on relationships and I think it's a, it's a pretty solid one. And if you haven't watched it, maybe watch it a long time ago and you kind of forgot about it, revisit it. Chasing Amy on prime. So. Yes, I wasn't a huge fan of this. I had a hard time thinking of what was close to it. I actually kind of Googled what is similar to this, and there was a long list of movies I've never seen. 
Just tell people to watch just, Ted Lasso. Just, Come on. I don't want to do that. I've said that before. You should watch Ted Lasso, please. But um, so I decided to go with a rom-com that I like and has sleep in the title. Sleepless in Seattle because it just makes you feel good. And the people get together and it's all sunshine and rainbows. It's nothing like this, which I think is a good thing. It's on Peacock, Roku, and Tubi. <laughs> I love it. Tubi's not a real thing. See, didn't that, mo- didn't that movie like start the whole like text conversation like on screen? Mm, you might be thinking of you got mail. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sleep in the south. There's somebody dead, talk. right? Or coma. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why you were that's sleeping. That's why you were sleeping. That's why you were oh, sleeping. Good, close call, though. Someone is coma and while you were sleeping. <laughs> yes. I, I, I thought sleeping in Seattle was like, like writing a newspaper or something. Like, I thought that was like a chat room thing, but that's you've got mail. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you know. What is the either. what they is the basic plot sleep- of Sleepless in Seattle? The, his the, kid calls the up a radio show, show and, yeah. and talks about his dad and and, and uh, how he lost his mom. Yeah. Oh, see, I was right. Dead or comad. You, you were right about dead or comad. <laughs> Thank a, you, Brad. That's you had something that, that's there. A, that's our new uh, category instead of comad. Instead of cameo or dead or cameo. Cameo. Okay. So, what are you gonna gonna give us? Um. What I would say in relation to dating movies is uh, He's Just Not That Into You is a great film. That's a solid pick. It's got like, I don't know, eight to ten different little sub stories in there. Mm -hmm. And it's all just a bunch of romantic fun. Um, And you can rent it on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, you can. And it's wonderful. You already gave your round, what did you say? Yes, I did. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. Yeah, you did. So I would have done one that I've recommended before, which is A Lot Like Love, Amanda Peet. I love that movie. Love it. Um, It's actually, to me, maybe the closest. Like This is like the spirit animal. um, Of when Harry met Sally. Yeah. 100%. So, um, but in fact, you literally cannot get it in a digital format um, other than maybe, I mean, like you can't stream. I own it on DVD. Okay. If if you're friends with Kendra (laughs) and you can get her to loan it to you, watch that. If you can't. I would go tell you to go and watch the director's other feature film, which is Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talked about that earlier. It is, in fact, available on Max. So I may, you know what? I might revisit it. I might take my own streaming recommendation. Who's ever done that before, huh? Oh, snap. Own you. Damn. Wow. Owned. Brad, you wouldn't get it. It's probably over your head, but I bet it is. It's too weird for me. Too weird. No jet watch for Maverick, Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic, Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. Oh, am I supposed to say something? Okay. <laughs> if you want to just quit hosting in the middle, go for it. <laughs> All right. Anybody got a reshelf or an alternate ending that they just can't they can't live without throwing out here? I, I want to reshelf, and and I think I want to reshelf. I've I've recommended a movie before that I think makes fun of romantic comedies in the most beautiful way, and that's They Came Together. I want like the the They Came Together version of this, um, where it's just a little bit just weird, zany, um, stupid. The sex scenes, rather than super intense and like graphic and 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 breathy. I want them to be just like super wild, like just, you know, just ridiculous over the top. So when you guys mentioned that this was the movie you wanted to do, I thought you were talking about that movie. They came together first and I got, oh, cool. You guys talk about that all the time. It sounds fun. I looked it up before. I still haven't seen it yet. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. And then I thought it was this one and then I watched it and then I was 
You heard what I said. Oh, hey, you you and Annika got to watch. They came together. Okay, because it's it's it brings all the whole genre together in in a more palatable way for me. All right. So yeah, I just I I want to make this uh, where it's a little bit darker comedy. Like Adam Scott just waiting to be a a ridiculously stupid character. Like I want it to be like just silly and funny. I don't know. So okay, I I mentioned I I didn't love how this this ended and i actually at one point thought what is this return of the king because it, like it kind of kept going when i thought it was going to be over and cuz like when i when they, when she went off to school i thought okay mm-hmm. that's a good place to end honestly i thought i thought that was a good cuz i didn't want them to end up together so that's what's going to happen in my movie she goes off to school he stays with amanda pete and her kid and then you show, you see him sitting there maybe at the soccer game reading a newspaper or scrolling on his phone or whatever and he sees a an article about the douchebag gyno got caught up in a scandal where he's banging all his oh, patients love that and then so you see he's just getting hauled off to jail whatever in the article and then you see him just kind of smile and it kind of fades back and you know everything's right in the world so i actually i was gonna do a i i mean i i was i wanted something similar as a possible alternate ending because even though like that doesn't give you the thing you want. I actually don't love the ending in the sense that it feels a little too like to be, it does not, it doesn't honor the complexity of the movie. Um, and also in a sense, right? Like if you get Scott's ending, it follows through on the the great line, which is like, I love you for free. Right. Like, and, and it gets that complication, right? Like sometimes you're in love with people that like, you don't think it's going to work. Right. And, and you know, like there, that exists in life. And I think like the idea that like Amanda Pete's awesome and like the idea that he could get into that and like love her too. And I think there's this idea like we live with where like if you're truly in love with someone, you can never love anyone else again or you couldn't possibly be sort of in love with two people at one time for some period of time. Like I think we live in the world where like in of movies where that's that's sort of the way that where it's pitched and i mean that's nonsense like that 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 oversimplifies everything. It would have been wild if that movie just goes to black right as he punches dude uh-huh. and then just boom goes to black like credits just like what happened right. it's I, like, I don't hate that either it's like like he you know he he has feelings and he's getting revenge but uh-huh. now now you it's up to you to think like was would, this like a, a movement towards her or was this just him and i would like that better getting revenge for her then you don't have the whole thing where Amanda pete's all upset you know because he fell in love with a kid but so oh. quick Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so a little quick I took clarification. <laughs> there's no, there's no, uh, there's so, no pedophilia. Scott's all like, so one thing I didn't like, and I, I said it after the movie, and then, but Annika's like, well, I think she said. This. So I, was, I don't know if you guys remember. So when he calls her, they're is in the prison or, or in the jail, and he says, I want you to come home. Does she just? Does she come home? I think and, so. And, and so I don't fucking like that at all. Why is she giving up like on her either. shit? Or or but Annika thought she maybe heard something where they were gonna get married and then go back or something. Yeah, they were they're going back to Michigan. They're going back to Michigan. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought yeah. I was like, because they, they say after she walks out of homie's office, he says, Oh, can I leave the state now? And she's like, Yeah, and he's like, Oh, that's good. I bought oh, tickets for tomorrow. To morning. go back to Michigan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, to go back to Michigan or go to on that trip that he's no, gonna no, go, no, to go, go to with Michigan. Okay. She, and then because she goes, Oh, well, no, no honeymoon. He's like, Oh no, I booked us the suite at whatever. Okay. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, but I also don't just like the fact he's like I want you to come home. It's like, no, you're going to go to fucking her. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but anyway. Yeah. 
So if I'm reshelfing, what does he do in the movie? And again, this is just me. Being I don't bad. remember. They had someone sort sold of sold technology, technology to a thing, and then he makes oh, money yeah. and then things. And then yeah. he makes like millions because the lady um, thinks that's things, right. ladies, right. Right. contracts, and working for Amanda Pete for some. He, he sold his mm-hmm. bookstore that sells maps. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so if I'm going to do an oh, alternate, Hill. If I'm going to do an alternate, or if I'm going to do a reshelf. Um, I actually want to go and I want to see the movie that's like a little more drama than comedy that's about the sex addiction that like it confronts the fact that they like actually supposedly both have sex addictions and it still keeps the relationship and it actually keeps the thread that they like manage to hold out and not sleep together, which is like the great success of the movie and it's the great struggle. Right. But like ultimately the ending is would still be bittersweet, which is like they can never be together because like, they both have this problem, right? And they don't trust each other and they both realize like, but like they, they forge this friendship where they fight this attraction the whole time and you get a little deeper into like what the real, because like you get a few of these scenes where she's just like, she goes to see the doctor and she just can't handle it and she's in the bathroom and she wants to text him and like you get little glimpses of that like very real, you know, intense sort of drama. And I think like there's a movie there that would be a heavier, but could still have a little bit of like comedy and a little bit of romance in it that still kind of ends bittersweet. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it ends sweet because the movie's heavy. I don't know. This this movie does kind of try to like stay on that tight tightrope of like yeah. back and forth, where it, like it 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 doesn't it, go it, too far either way, leans, and it leans more comedy. And I guess I'm just saying exactly, it could lean yeah. more drama with you know what I mean. Like I think you're right though. It does live that line. And I think, wait, what if you leaned a little the other way? Yes, I think that's maybe my one of my biggest like criticisms of the movie is that it, it it's almost like two movies that kind of got smushed together. No, I think see, if you pull I, them apart, the I, I, love. I, I feel like if you pull them apart, it could be a great, like you said, serious movie and then a ridiculous comedy movie. Probably something you just wouldn't get, though. Yeah, it's a little true. complex, kind of well, quirky complex for you. And, yeah. um, okay. I think what ends up happening is that you end up finding out that Matthew is really creepy and he has some strange collection of Q-tip swabs from all of his patients. Oh, God. And, you know, he ends up being this crazy serial... He, like, sniffs them all. Vagina stuff. sniffer. Mm-hmm. He just like, has a collection of Q-tips to sniff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just He's out of got nowhere. a creepy mustache. I want him to be extra bad, you know? I love it. Yeah. I love the Q-tip sniffing as the alternate. Yeah. Or, or he's a daywalker. Yeah, but there's no vamp. I'm surprised no one went vampire. Well, and there's a whole underworld yeah. of vampires here that are in the shadows, mm-hmm. but we just don't get to see them. Mm-hmm. But that's the art of the movie is mm-hmm. that, like you know it's there. I think Amanda Pete's a vampire probably. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, there's any question. She just never shows it in the movie, but you know, mm-hmm. she's only in the office or like in the dark. Sometimes, know? you know, sometimes it's context, and the context of the whole movie is that there's a whole underworld of vampires. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's sleeping, with people, sleeping with other people till dawn. Mm-hmm. That was the porn. <laughs> he was kind watching. of more of a porn, kind of more of a porn title, but still it works. Sleeping with other people <laughs> till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. Uh, all you right. wish. Well, I think we've pretty much we've we, I think we've run this movie backwards and forwards pretty well. I think we did pretty, pretty well. You know, we, we handled we handled it, even though Scott struggled a little bit. Yeah, everybody got in there. We all got, got to take there. the turntables. We got to you know scratch little, it up a little, little, little bit. Dirty DJ. DJ. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were, <laughs> no one was too rude though. We were, we got rude, we were respectful. Rude. I didn't hate it. I was a little rude yeah, to Scott's bit. beard earlier. How dare you? I was, a little, I was a little rude to your leg. Chica, chica, chica. 
All right. So next week we are going to be back with a draft and that draft is the most memorable breakups in movies. <laughs> Several breakups in this movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We get the breakup where uh, where we get the early breakup in the restaurant, right? Right okay. off the bat, right? right? We get the uh, breakup between her and the creepster, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of at the end is like really kind of a breakup. Yeah. And we get Amanda Pete in the cop car breakup. Like there's a lot of breakups that are kind of different flavors. Right. She doesn't really break up with the guy with the kid. No, she we don't get that disappears. one. No, we don't get that one. But there's just kind of like a, mm-hmm. so I kind of dig the, like, there's a few of them in here and I want to know, it. will anyone take any one of the different special edition t-shirts from this movie? Mm-hmm. And that will be the question in next week's draft. And until then, and without Zach here, I want to hear you say, bye-bye. Yeah. Start this